This episode of the Major Issues Podcast is brought to you by Patreon.com slash CBC Clubhouse. Comic Book Click is on Patreon, guys. For as little as $0.10 cents a day or $3 a month, not only can you help keep the lights on here at Comic Book Click headquarters, but your donation gives you access to exclusive content like CBC commentaries, polls where you can choose what content we cover next, and special behind-the-scenes footage of things here at Comic Book Click. Visit Patreon.com slash CBC Clubhouse today and become a Patreon. And remember, you, yes you, are worthy. Hello everybody out there in comic book land, my name is George Serrano, aka The Don, and if you're listening to this, you can only be here for one reason, that's a brand new episode of the Major Issues Podcast, brought to you by ComicBookClick.com, and Comic Book Click itself is celebrating its five year anniversary, uh, five years, five years, and as always, I am never alone, sir, please introduce yourself. I am Dan, the comic book man, my lovely watchers and listeners. Oh, he's saying watchers and listeners because we are actually doing a live episode of the Major Issues Podcast. Something we're pulling off last minute to let the fans of Comic Book click in on the celebration of five years. Five whole long years. And I, George, I think it, it's, it is a big deal that we have not only been able to be so consistent, so so creative, so... Yeah. Stay on the money every single time, but I think and handsome. I of course, well, that just well, ne- that yeah, just never went away. You know, we were that we just came out the womb looking like Chris Hemsworth. Ah, so, yeah. yes, yes. so I think it's it's only right that the people watching and listening get a little inside dive on who is George Serrano, aka the Don. That it would be smart. You're you're flipping things on me. You're you're oh how the turntables yep turn <laughs> table. Uh, <laughs> I'm usually the one putting people in the hot seats, but yeah, I'm I'm all for a deep dive into I guess what made all this work. Um, I guess we should loosen our lips a bit with you, yes, a little bit of liquid courage is is sponsored by Bud, Bud Light Platinum. When you're feeling uh, extra fancy, was uh, Bud Light Platinum? Please give us a sponsorship because you know please. times is hard. All right. Um, what, what do you want to know? What do you want? I want to know first celebration of five years. Salute. Amazingness. I think ev- not just me, but I think everybody wants to know offhand the All inspiration right. of comic book. Click. Where did comic book click came from? The the, the name. What 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 uh. started all of this? There were many different factors. I feel like this the reason why um, this had to happen was because there were several things pointing me in that direction. Uh, if you've known me for a while, you've known I've been into professional wrestling for a very long time. I always liked the storytelling that took place there. And everyone says, right, I was a professional wrestling fan when The Rock and, and Austin were there. Well, some of us took around after that. And uh, even when it stopped being cool to talk about and stopped really being cool to watch in general, I was a fan. And um, so keep that in mind. That's that's part of the story, right? Um, when I was younger. I moved to East New York and I really didn't have um, a a whole bunch of friends, but the friends that I did make were over professional wrestling. So we end up, um, I end up being a part of this backyard wrestling company. Oh, trust me. All of this is going to add up uh, soon, but I become part of this backyard wrestling company and um, it's about creating characters. It's about, you know, 
uh, building things. I, I got to show my creative side for the first time. I got to talk on the mic, something that I would end up being very comfortable doing um, later on. And with my friends, I unlocked something. I, I unlocked this this um, site uh, of like we can really do whatever we want. Like we can make things that don't exist in the world and then just see how other people feel about it. And if they like it, we can make more of it. Um, and I felt that even back with the wrestling, but then, uh, in 2015, my, um, wrestling company, this wrestling company that we had built, um, had its last big event. And the same weekend that it had its last big event, my father passed away. So, um, I'm dealing with a lot. I'm dealing with literally the ending of one of my creative ventures, one of my creative, um, you know, outlets, and then the passing away of someone very important to me. Um, and in the same weekend. So it was really, really tough. And the next couple months would be really, really tough as I try to figure out why life can be unfair and why, you know, where to put all this energy that I had. Um, and I just kept trucking, kept doing the wrestling thing. And then, <laughs> bro, so we all know wrestling's bad now. Of course. Oh, I yeah. Mean, oh. You know, it's been bad lately for a while now. A um, couple of years, yeah. So I'm watching this episode of Monday Night Raw. And this is really inside baseball if you don't watch wrestling. But um, the, <laughs> basically, Vince McMahon is out there. And Shane McMahon comes out. Shane McMahon has returned to the company. It's a humongous pop. I'm surprised. I always like the character of Shane McMahon. And randomly, Vince McMahon, right then and there, books him in a match against Undertaker at Hell in a Cell. And it felt like the most thrown together, the most chaotic, the most creatively bankrupt thing I had ever seen done on a you know, spur-of-the-moment whim thing. And something broke me. This broke me. It, this, it, this... it literally did. It broke me. And I said, I don't want to watch wrestling again. <laughs> Like they've been, they had done a bunch of other things that may have insulted our intelligence, but I'll be like, not me, you know, not me. I, yeah, I saw through I, that. Yeah. You, you weren't, you weren't picking on me. You weren't, um, you know, underestimating my intelligence. And then that happened, and it was like, oh no, you think we're all dumb? It was the never Rick and Morty? Yeah, I was like, you think we're all dumb, and you're kind of like playing us for liking this. And it, it, I said, okay, well, wrestling had been every facet of my like creativity at that point i watched you know everything live and then i watched the documentaries i had an encyclopedic knowledge of the business uh as a fan you know as much as you can of as a fan and so i needed to purge this out of my system so what do i do so i start thinking and looking around for something to put my energy in this is march of 2016 well it turns out at the end of the month of that same year uh we were going to get this Epic battle of Batman versus Superman, right? So knowing that we have Batman versus Superman on the docket uh, and that that was coming up, I was like, you know, it would be interesting if I took in a piece of Batman or Superman media every day this month until um, the movie. I would have so much more of a formed opinion having seen everything that I could at the time. So that was the four Christopher Reeve movies. That was the two, uh, the two Burton and then the two Schumacher. That was the Dark Knight trilogy. That was Man of Steel. That was um, Superman Returns. Um, and then a bunch of animated movies. Superman versus the Elite. The Dark Knight Returns 1 and 2. Um, real good stuff. And I'm taking in all this stuff. And 
I'm loving it. I'm, I'm loving it and I'm digging it in a way that I hadn't dug wrestling in such a long time. And all of a sudden, um, I, I'm finding myself just wanting to learn more. And I start getting into comics, which was something that I had read when I was younger. But never issue to issues, just stories that I heard were popular. Um, when I was in the military, I, heard, I read stories like Killing Joke because of the inspiration to The Dark Knight that everyone, you know, all, all those kind of things like that. Like, oh, read Civil War, that's coming out. So I had a familiarity with it, but I started reading issue to issue around this time. And I said, you know, BWE's gone. I just finished reading, I just finished with Batman. The Batman vs. Superman movie came out and, you know, fans of it are fans and it you is what it is. You're, you're... <laughs> it is what it is. But it's funny because the fan, um, the reaction I had to the film probably would have been vastly different if I didn't start that month long, uh, you know. Oh, if you just went in there all... like, oh, this is Batman and Superman. Let me right. just watch with, Batman with my and baseline, Superman. With my baseline knowledge of those characters, I probably wouldn't have reacted the way that I did. So now I had this weird relationship going on where I can go, Oh no, I could know these characters in a way that doesn't stop when the film is over. Yes. And and continue going. So now I, I this spark is set, right? So I'm like maybe I can do this. I can I can like review movies and you know talk about the the latest stuff. At that point we were getting movies every 3 months, you know. Literally. Uh this is 2016, so it wasn't that long ago. And by this, but, by this point we've already known each other for a little bit by that. Exactly. And we had spoken about animated uh films i remember distinctively talking to you about under the red hood um uh when we were hanging out in luna park at one point and you know that's another thing i was starting the same way with the wrestling bug where as a wrestling fan it was cool to find other wrestling fans now i'm a comic fan and somebody who is not not only kind of knows his stuff but is trying to amass the amount of knowledge that it would take for other people to understand that i know my stuff um, it was cool to get other people and have these chats like I had with you at the time. And for the people that don't know, I literally just complimented his shirt. He had this dope Spider-Man shirt. Like, it was either like a Spider-Man shirt, like a Venom shirt. He had like a dope, dope shirt. And I yeah. said, I, it was Spider-Man because I, I, I was obsessed with Spider-Man at that time. <laughs> it was definitely Spider-Man because I was obsessed with Spider-Man at that time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's a dope shirt. I like that shirt. And he was just surprised. Other people are into comics. Let's be, let's all be into comics. You know, it's like, it's a very... It's a very beautiful thing when you like, like you say, when you meet somebody else that's into your, your hobbies and, and your right. interests. So, like the end of that, the end of that, um, Batman vs Superman journey, and even through it, you know, um, my two very close friends at the time, uh, Jarvis Figueroa and Kevin Arner, who were instrumental in helping the whole BWE get to the point that it was. Um, I brought them in, and I'm like, hey guys, I'm I'm starting this new venture. What do you guys think about it? And to be honest. Um, Kevin is not big, a big, uh, comic book fan, but that guy did all our logos, has done all of our branding. Um, yeah, Kevin has a a very graphic design mind. A close friend, uh, you know, a creative mind. He has done awesome things for comic book, like he's just not a comic fan. So he's always been a part of the team. He's helped us reach the milestones that we have, the major issues logo, the comic book click logo then and now, um, are are all his. I wear his logos as badges of honor. Right here. You know, I, I love this shirt. I right. will show. I will walk around with this shirt. Yeah, it's the OG comic book click logo. Anybody ask me? Oh, what? What, what is this shirt? This is loud and just everywhere. Oh yeah, this is comic book click, baby. Comicbookclick.com, right. latest and greatest. So Jay was on board. Jarvis was on board with this because he was a humongous Marvel uh, MCU fan in general, huge Spider-Man fan. So I roped those two guys in, 
And um, I end up, at first, because I'm so tied up with wrestling, I wanted to call it comic book kayfabe. <laughs> That's weird. Like, the idea that, like, we were seeing the inside locker room stuff, you know, uh, of the creative process and reviewing from a from a behind-the-scenes kind of thing. But it felt too inside baseball. Um, and to be honest, the cool thing to do in 2006 was throw up the horns, throw up the uh, click the sign. Click. Um, and I used to do that with, with Jay all the time. And I was like, what if we would like the click but with, com- with comic books? And then I'm like, well, click means club. Yeah. And comic books are a really personal way to view like media. A fan- like a really close-knit fandom. Like right. now it's getting bigger and bigger. But, but even o- so. But also like the, I- the, the exercise of reading a comic is very personal. Yes. Um, yes. You know, you read your the own voices that you hear in your head. The pacing, the page turns. That's all at your Whatever actor has played Batman, that's your Batman in the comics. I hear I hear Kevin Conroy's voice when I read, but I see Bale when it plays in my head. Like Right. So people have their own journeys when they go on these things. What happens if we all like got together and talked about what what part we thought was cool the same way with movies and the same way people do with other books there's there's things called book clubs we were just a comic book club and another word for a club is a click so boom we had comic book click and i i immediately had to start producing content because i didn't want to just be something that was laying around so i decided well civil war is coming out we're going to do a road to civil war the same way we did Batman vs Superman but I did that to no one to an audience of no one I yeah. just watched those movies and took them in now I'm going to watch every Iron Man movie every Captain America movie and every Spider-Man movie cuz he was just going to debut um and Jarvis would sit in on those so the very first piece of content that has ever been produced from Comic Book Click uh the the page is registered April 8th of 2016 cuz that's when I marked it but if if i look in the files it says marked april 8th or yeah april 8th 2016 comic book kayfabe (laughs) so um yeah but the very first piece of content comes out april 20th 2016 and it is my um i was doing pre and post show reviews where i would talk about what i remembered from the film and then go watch the film and then come back on and talk about um my second viewing of it what i remembered what i what i liked and what i didn't I, I got Kevin to sit in on some of those videos. I got Jarvis to sit in on some of those videos. That early success, I know I must have sounded crazy. So that uh, I, I really liked that they were around and supported me in that endeavor. Um, and as I continued my wrestling journey, um, I would meet guys like uh, GT Rebirth, um, who was the admin for PWFU, and then Jonathan Escadero, who was... Um, not, he not only brought in Peter Melnick from the Marvelous podcast, which also helped broaden my horizons, but was also an admin for We Love Pro Wrestling and killing it over there. And like, you know, no no funny stuff. GT and, and Yogi, those are brothers now. Yeah. You know, five years in the game, um, GT's writing articles and, and uh, Yogi's giving hot scoops, <laughs> you know, uh, for articles and stuff that he's read. He's always on the forefront of that stuff. We have our group chat, which should be all business, but it's where the it's where the family it's the talks. Fa- exactly, it is. you know. It's just it's just um, you just shoot shoot the shit sometimes. Yeah, and like that community was was so much. And then um, when around 2016, I always wanted to produce content, but I always was told that YouTube was the place to go. So we have videos on YouTube, but it became such an arduous task to produce them, like to to edit them and 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 do all those things. And I I was always a stickler for quality, so. 
I ended up having to pivot and say, well, if I can't produce a video every day and stuff like that, I, I have to come up with another avenue. Me and you had started talking and you had mentioned the idea of a podcast. And I said, well, I was thinking about it. And once I said I was thinking about it, you never let it down. <laughs> no, I was not uh, letting it up. I was like, yo, you wanna, uh, you, can we do this? Let's and, do this. Let's... and we would eventually go on and do it. And um, your first episode was the Watchmen episode, right? Yep. Which I think is the third this, uh, episode, probably. Which would be like December 18th, 2017. Yeah. Because the podcast is born December 5th. That I'll never forget. Yeah, and we're tackling Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, and me and Jarvis are. Because we had gotten into the Arrowverse and we were really big into all that stuff there. And so. by that point, our only real content was either A, we were wishing Comic Book Click itself happy birthday. Or B, you and Jarvis were reacting to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 a trailer and yeah. i was reacting to I, the logan trailer i got when we got 300 likes on facebook i danced i put on the star lord mask and jacket yes yes you and did. i danced for the fans i you know I, i've always been into my fandoms and i i try to drive them to the ultimate point because i feel like i'm i want to constantly call my own bluff if I do think that this is the greatest, why not try more things? Why not try bigger things? Why? Okay, that didn't work. That didn't work. But we went to that avenue. And we tried it. That thousand. I would love idea. to. I would love to get back to video. You know, eventually, um, once we get a dedicated video editor. In case anybody out there is interested, um, we have you slaving away doing the 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 major issues uh, snippets where we're trying to put the podcast more out there in the video form. But this comic book click has become a bunch of different things over time. As I realized what we were good at, what we what was fun also. I never wanted this to lose its fun because then I'm working several jobs. True. Um, but it really it, never got unfun. There was times point. I was stressed, you know. No, like, stress, stress, of course, stress comes. But I don't know why, but there was some times where I was like, all right, there will be some kind of like, – some uh, snippets that will either get completely deleted or like I'll delete the wrong file. And then I got to start all over anyway. So no matter what, I just have to be Now imagine over. that with whole episodes of the podcast. Oh, man. There's been several episodes of the Major Issues podcast. Oh, oh at, least dozen. at least a They're good dozen. At least They're gone um, through various uh, errors. And I always Miracle feel, Man will forever be. I always feel like a jerk. We did we did Best and Worst ones. Remember? We had to do it again because we messed up. Yes. Oh, it was a Daredevil. It was one of those two. We had to redo the first hour of Wonder Woman. When yeah. we covered Wonder Woman, I'll I, I'll never it's, forget. We had to cut. We had to yeah, and the it first sucks. hour. And and the thing is, you know, whether it's this live, whether it's this episode of the podcast, the initial worries is whether or not anyone listens or anyone pays attention or cares at all. But Big one. ultimately, I realized I had, I had a snippet, two hour snippets, hour and a half snippets, three hour snippets sometimes of my life talking to my friends about something that I like. And now so many of them, whether it be videos that we've done on the on the page, whether it be episodes of the podcast, you know, any of that stuff. Um, I love that there's an audience that's receptive to it. But ultimately, if I wasn't having fun with my friends doing it, I don't think I I could have got around to doing it. Yeah, that, that, that's a big one is that the, the whole thing is I'm very comfortable with you. You know, you're very, very close friend to me. You're a brother close to Greg and Yogi and Jarvis and, and Kevin. So like, to have you guys... To have that group chat mainly, you know, and that's what the best. It's usually twenty four seven because we all work Always. different different hours. Everybody works. Yogi's so in a different time zone in general. Congratulations! By the time you'll be hearing this, he uh, just moved into a new house. Yes, um, that's right. Congratulations on your new home. It looks. We're made beautiful. up of sons and fathers and uncles. You know, we're white, um, black, brown, and, and everything in between. Yeah, 
you know, of all races, creeds, religions. It's, and it's so a click. it's it's so cool to to come around and do this, and it, it's more real every time. Now it's we're five years into it, and, and you know, those at home can see I'm wearing my comic book click jacket. Um, it was something that I needed to get because this is this thing is real. You know, it, it always has been this real from the stop. beginning from the beginning uh, to the end. So I'm I'm grateful. For the journey of comic book kayfabe <laughs> to get all the way here to comic book click. Um, but yeah, I guess that's the, story, the origin story in a nutshell. And then, all right. So I guess now that the fans have basically known the whole origin story of comic book click, I guess the, the whole thing to ask really I didn't get is, bit by a radioactive podcast or anything. You know, I just... You know, it's funny. That, 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 other that ended, That's actually the origin of the Crimson Chin on Fairly Odd Parents. He was a date. He was a late night talk show host that got bit by a radioactive actor on the chin, that's and became ridiculous. the Crimson Chin. That's hilarious. That's why do I retain that information? I don't know. Ah, we 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 like your uh, memory. <laughs> I think really the fans truly want to know is what gets you out of the bed in the morning for this stuff. What what where where do you find your drive? Because everybody has a drive that's different, and yeah. some people. You know, we don't want to admit it, but don't have the drive, but we would hope that they find it. So for anybody listening that, that finds themselves lost and abandoned, but still has that creative juices in them, what is your drive? To be honest, and it, it's, it probably comes from a place of cockiness or confidence, depending on how you, how you see it. I don't think there's anyone doing it the way that we do. And, and I'm not saying that they're doing it worse, but... If I know I'm putting something unique out there into the world, I am very much the proponent of great power, great responsibility. If I have the power to, you know, record a podcast and mention that I'm a veteran and have a veteran listen and be like, oh, wow, I like comic books too and I'm a veteran or, you know, um, being Hispanic or being from Brooklyn or any of those things, I have the responsibility almost to do it. But also, it's incredibly fun. It's people put and we, you know we have the which was worse series but in the best of it in the best of comic books and comic media people put so much passion in it that even in a classic like the long halloween which you just recently oh, read maybe like man. last year that book was like a brand new masterpiece to you yeah it's you the know? greatest batman story ever told to me and no one will fight me on it it's the greatest batman story so, ever told so becoming that shepherd and then also on on odd days becoming the sheep the person led by someone like Yogi or the announcement that something's going to become a film. All of a sudden, I'm now back to being the novice. I'm now back to having to do the research. But then I flip it over and I'm like, oh my God, Dan hasn't read this yet. I would love to take him through that journey and see if he had the same um, same reactions as me. Nothing so, warms me more is when I come to you with, with new stories that I'm reading or something that I picked up on my own that you haven't read. Yeah. And, you, and I see the sparkle in your eye of, Look at him reading that. Like when when I read Stargirl, when I was reading Stargirl on my own, yeah. or reading Hush on my own, and you just, it, I love when to see that glimmer of your your eye that other people are doing what you're doing, or like you know, I was connecting in, the way you're connecting. I was in talent relations, whatever you want to consider that in the backyard wrestling federation. Uh, so <laughs> I I spoke to a lot of people, and what I realized is, um, is that there's a there's a version of you. Before anyone told you who you're supposed to be. Before anyone framed and created the version of you that they thought you should be to navigate this world. Because this world is unfair. So you 
put on suits of armor to navigate through it. Um, but the person that you are prior to that sometimes gets overshadowed by insecurity, society, a bunch of other things. And when becoming talent relations, I started to like get great joy out of pulling that out of people. And through reading comics, I've been inspired to have more healthy responses to traumatic events because I realized that traumatic events happen across the board. And in my opinion, the difference between a villain and a hero is how you respond to those traumatic events. Batman's, you know, uh, parents get shot and he decides he wants to help people. Joker falls in a vat of acid and he decides it's everyone's fault forever. You know, and there's two ways. And he blamed his one bad day. Right. And so there's, and the thing is like, I, I totally have had those bad days that could set somebody off for years. I'm still recovering some for some fairly bad days, but I am blessed to also have great days. I am blessed to have my fingers and toes and my arms and my legs and my eyes and my mouth to be able to do something like this. And so I wake up in the morning with the weight of the world, sometimes on my shoulders with, with the common issues of the world right bills and transportation and work just the realization that you're here you white you wash your face in the morning and then you just look in the mirror and you're like damn i'm really here living this this is reality and then sometimes it's like okay i have to go to work sometime um somewhere in between work i have to make sure i read these four issues when i get home from work i gotta make sure i take notes on those four issues and then get something to eat before it gets too late uh so i can record the next afternoon hopefully get it edited it's 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 a it's a, it's work, but I believe that that work, honestly, is a filtration system. If you're not meant to do this, you won't do that stuff. Of course. If you're not meant to um, be at the, that height, you won't do the work. You won't build your own ladder. You won't even be at that height if you weren't meant to be there. And look yeah. at the height we're at. One of my favorite moments in, in, in the five years that we have been doing this is the day you sent us the readings from around the world. Yeah. And I don't care if, I don't care if yeah. that thing said 0.001% in Lithuania. The yeah. fact that one person in Lithuania listened to us. We had Chile, is the Philippines. We had the Netherlands. We had yeah, the Fiji man. Islands. And again, Madagascar. It's, just, it's just me and my friends. You know, um, it's just us. That's all it is. Yeah. Uh, Louis Zarati was somebody who very early on supported everything we did. We yes. did Life with Louis on oh, Instagram. Oh, yes. Big, big, big um, friend of the podcast. At, at a point, he was able to even post for us and, and do comic book news. I want to shout him out in general if he hears I'm this. I'm pretty sure because... he won the, the t-shirt contest. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he did. He took a picture in it. Yeah, yeah yes, he took yes, a picture yes, in yes, the t-shirt yes. contest. I remember yes. that. Um, yeah. So, like, I, I think of people like that. I think of, um, you know, when Jay got on board... Um, his wife, Rhea, really supported the whole thing. They all bought shirts from the original designs of that stuff. Um, you know, that was amazing. My family came out and supported my sisters, my mom. Um, yeah, my mother listened buy, to Buying shirts and, and, and trying to share things. My sister was the very first female on the podcast. Yes. Um, which big is important. Big shout out which to is Big important. Sis Serrano. Big Sis. Big Sis. She was on the podcast. So um, that was awesome and amazing she, um had the pleasure of editing an episode for her she says like like oh that's this is also natural and to hear that from family feels good because i do think that this is such a natural point i think when people see the red light come on and and i guess hear me clap and even when i go through i i know when i go through like the ending it's got to be intimidating because i'm seemingly rattling all of this off the, yeah. <laughs> at the top of my head um but the center of the cookie 
is is real and raw and it's um you know it's 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 held up on both sides by promotion and catchphrases and all that stuff but the stuff in the middle has always been the the best part to me the the part where we get to just talk and and you know shoot the stuff about this stuff and then I'm always a bit more buttoned up on this, a little bit more buttoned up on this than than probably regular conversation. But then we we'll, we'll get to have like the which was worse series where we get to yell at each other about about films, you know. Uh, so where we get to torture each other with bad films just to just to defend those bad films against worse films. Yeah, it's been it's been so versatile. Uh, this thing in general, um, we've been able to cover news. We've been able to cover episodes on the on on the drop of a of a pan. Uh, uh, Jason Estrella. Uh, came through to talk um um multiple men we had uh tasman humphreys the aspiring kryptonian come in and talk about her we have recently just in, had in megan Hoan. megan Hoan, we, yeah. comic book click for the people that don't know at home and listening we had actually had a real comic book creator an incredibly writer. talented and super cool An, comic a, book amazingly creator. chill she's very yeah. very open it was easy to to listen to that episode yeah because i wasn't on it so it was easy to, it, it was, was very, my first it was my first interview sir it, it was, was your first, first real it was your you actual know? first real interview with a comic book writer look this is where we yeah. are now five years later from a guy that was pissed off that shane mcmahon <laughs> was facing the undertaker you see you see, and I always said that hate is not a, a a good motivator, and it wasn't the hate of that that brought me here. Because again, maybe it was the st- the, the the doneness, the just no, the, it it was the sour it taste. was the cockiness of like I said again, I can do it, I can do what they're doing, and if they're not doing it good or they're not doing it well, then it's my job to do better. There's no point in sitting back and critiquing somebody else if you're not going to throw your name in the hat, because then all you're doing is, you know, complaining for complainment's sake. And that's why it was like. One of the best things that I've gotten out of this podcast is I. So for those that don't know, when I was I went to high school, and in high school I had I didn't have this man as a social worker, but he was working there as a social worker, a guidance counselor. You've heard him on the podcast, Alex B. Roke. Yeah. B-Roke. To have my own comic book mentor, a man that I was borrowing comic books for daily when I was sixteen years old, he allowed me to read his Scott Pilgrim collection. He would let me borrow each volume daily to have my own comic book mentor be on a podcast with me to talk with all of you people to be able to just speak with Connect any of dots. us <laughs> yeah. to, it just it that's all i just find it all beautiful and it's all i ever wanted was to be able to do something like this and yeah. i never got i don't know if i ever thanked you on air and if i did i probably thanked you a hundred times <laughs> but i will always thank you on air so i think the fans also there is no end game, by the way, for this. There is no such no. thing as an end game. No. So the, my next question isn't about asking an end game. I want. I think the fans want to know the next. Where's the next step? Because first was get 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 some friends together. Then get a Facebook group. Then get a, then you had a, got a podcast and a YouTube. A and now we have a website and a Patreon. Yeah. At, we have merchandising. Yep. What would you say it would be the next step we for the comic book click? We got to get video. Um, that's the one. I feel like that's the only the one thing that we're lacking. I, and I feel like uh, people are much more receptive to video than anything else at this point. You see TikTok and all that stuff going a million miles an hour. Um, I, I will never give up the Major Issues podcast because I feel like there is jewels in our genuine long form conversation. But we have to find a way to like we did with the headliners. Uh, give people a, a sample, 
you know, of, of something before they're able to dive into the, the longer episodes of the podcast and stuff. Um, I want more fan engagement because the fans are there, but we got to get them talking. Uh, I love talking to you guys, but you could imagine how many of the Dans or Georges, GTs or Js are out there in the in the world that want to be a part of something bigger, that want to make something grow. Um, and and that's, yeah, opening our ranks. We did it this year with uh, B-Roke, you know, who's been amazing on the podcast, incredibly knowledgeable, incredibly enthusiastic. Uh, we're opening it up to interviews to get our names out there. Um, but in general, I just think, yeah, more <laughs> everything all the time, seemingly. Uh, 2020 was a challenging year. Not only Very could we not so. have people in studio for the podcast, but the we were built on the movie release. I used to go out and see these films oh, on the Thursday before. Yeah, yeah all to to the moon. All, all to uh, make sure that I had the first. I didn't want to get spoiled on Friday morning with of everybody course. else who saw it on Thursday. So I saw all these films on the Thursday before. Uh, try and, to do uh, interview. Um, sorry, reviews for the YouTube and stuff like that. Uh, and all of that's gone now. And it became about how do we pivot from here? And I, I thought it would be cool to like start going over some of our weak spots in, in comics. Comics we hadn't covered. Comics you know we didn't have a background in and stuff. We did so many big... Yeah, I think that was a big thing in 2020 is not only did we cover a lot of comics we didn't cover, but we covered a lot of comic book movies that we didn't know were comic books. We yeah. covered History of Violence and read yeah. that book. Yeah, no, history we... of violence was a big one, uh, a big one for me because I had always known about the, I had always known about the film, but I didn't know it was a comic. Um, I I look back at moments like alcoholic, like you really wanted us oh, to be alcoholic because like, thanks to Alex, yeah. who took me to a comic book store one day, yeah, and that was the first comic book with my own money. I was like, you know what, let me as an adult. It was like twenty five bucks. I and, bought that and, comic book, and then we get to hold hands through experiences like sex criminals. Oh my god! You know where we're both literally like, did you finish that issue? Oh, look or, at this! Oh, we're just talking about snapshot. century. Like, oh my god, how is this kind of character never, you know, touched on? Yeah. After this one really messed up story, and so it's fun to talk about like the latest episode of The Mandalorian, something that's worldwide and 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 you know, um, sweeping the nation, uh, and, or talk about Tiger King. But like when we're talking about issue thirteen of you know volume two of Sex Criminals, it feels even more. Uh, niche and it feels even more personal it feels like we're the only ones observing this art right now at this time but the thing is like when it's we not... covered fractions hawkeye yeah and you were literally telling me are you at this certain because oh, yeah. it's already covered are you at the, dog episode? At, this, uh, at the dog issue yeah. it's like episodes no it's like episodes let me know when you're up to this episode um and yeah uh going from it from that perspective it's it's i'm still a fan you know i don't i don't ever want to get to a point where it's like oh, well i've seen them all and i've read them all like I am excited for what this medium could be because sometimes it's just bonkers, like just craziness. Some of that Grant Morrison stuff, Doom Patrol as a show, like just craziness, existentialism, all that Miracle Man stuff that never oh, saw the light of day. Man. Oh, sorry, Mr. Miracle. No, no it was Miracle, Miracle Man, Man that never saw the light yeah, of day. Yeah, that never saw the light of day. But that comic was, was crazy. So that comic was crazy. And so, like, I, I'm... Until I've read them all, and there's constantly ones being produced, I don't. Yeah, we're going to continue oh, to try so to. There's so many comic books that even I have read that I have to get you into. Like you know, I've read three volumes of Lock and Key. 
I read the third volume yeah. of Umbrella Academy. I've read Mary Jane Loves Spider-Man. Like, you know, yeah, and I'm, I'm going to drag you through the 16 volumes of Invincible that I've read. Oh, I'm uh, definitely going to – But I've started binging them. Oh. Uh, that's coming up soon, folks. Uh, two episodes from now, we'll be covering oh, two weeks. That's Invincible. Right. Yeah, we get the Falcon Winter Soldier uh, finale this week and then the Invincible finale next week, uh, which is pretty cool. And like I said, the whole the whole thing has changed. I have a game show I'm trying to get off the ground. It's called Challenge of the Super Friends. I might have once or twice promoted it on here. We filmed a couple of episodes with just a click. Oh, but those like, are in the, yeah, those are in the Disney vault. But I am, you know, I, I want to reach out to other podcasters and get them to do this game show. Uh, to get them to play play and against each that, other and find know, the knowledge. Uh, Aspiring Kryptonian. Exactly, now that she has her own. Uh, Dave thing. Ball, who has his own podcast on that side over there. The Marvelous with uh, Ed, uh, Eddie Wilson and Peter Melnick. Um, amazing stuff. Um, we had uh, Ducky Ra- I think it was Raul who came through for the Hell Hellboy I think, I think it was podcast. Like, yeah. It was her and Peter Melnick. Uh, and yeah, they they're both. She writes for Slash Film, and he does his own podcast. And they came through and and chatted with me about Hellboy. Like we knew nothing about each other prior to this. The and idea that I'm building it. friendships and it was a beautifully these, done podcast. Is ridiculous. People, it's crazy. Yeah. So. Now that we know that the next basic steps is well, not basic, but the next steps is video, YouTube, right? Branching out to more podcast stores, or even opening up our barracks, yeah, and having more people come. Like you know, this is an, an open invitation to try out. Oh yeah, al- basically, we will always yeah. try you out, of course. And the thing is, we we don't pressure anybody to do anything. Like no. I. I like that you guys are trying different things that you guys are writing articles and that you guys are, are tackling different topics on the podcast that we, 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 we come up with the podcast schedule. I leave it out to, for you guys to, to pick and choose which things you're interested in. It's like, it's not like, Hey Dan, I feel like reading 50 volumes of, you know, Batman. So get on it because we're doing that next. It's more so I want people to want to like I had this idea of covering. we should cover this this week because it seems topical for this that's going to drop next but week. But who wants, who to, wants to be on yeah, it? Yeah, not you're stuck with it. Get you know. No, yeah, the schedule is for anybody that doesn't know, and this is because like, five years we're going to give a little bit of insight. Oh secret. yeah, yeah, let them know. The, the the schedule is blank. This man will write three months of schedule because you know how the seasons are. Every season's three months. Yeah, we have seasons. We have four seasons of the Major Issues podcast every year. And he will have three months worth of of scheduling. Yeah. All blank. Color coded for red for movies, yellow for comics, blue for TV show. He'll have them all color coded, all blank. And everybody just we all just pick. Yeah. Oh, this looks interesting. What is this? I'll grab I jumped on Doom, the Rob Corman documentary, because I'm like, oh, this I haven't covered a documentary since one of my favorite, one of my favorite episodes, no bullshit, is the fi- episode. I'll never forget it, episode fifty, uh, the Man of Steel argument, because it's just me and GT uh, talking about how much I don't like Man of Steel. <laughs> I I had papers, bro, of like quotes about the definition of humanity and mankind. Like I, he let me do my entire diatribe. Of why I felt this strong way about the character, but also maintained his own earnest and you know he had his own feet in the ground and saying I I, I don't I don't hate Man of Steel, um so like arguing with him on that uh, was fun. Like I said, sex criminals, which we're eventually have to get gonna get back to. Oh yeah, was oh, great. Man. Um, uh, Jarvis being such a a long comic fan and getting 
um, to do Life Story, right? Oh, that getting was Life that Story was definitely was cool. one of one of my favorite ones. Uh, getting to do Life Story was cool with Jarvis because I know how much of a Spider Man fan he is, um, and watching that, I remember we brought in Kevin to do the uh, Into the Spider Verse podcast. It's me, Kevin, and Jarvis. And again, Kevin, not a huge comic book fan, but because there was so much, um, the, you see that Jarvis is actually in the chat and he's trying to get me to profess my love for pocket. I'm not going to do it because it's beating a dead horse. Like the, the, the fans can go behind the paywall on comic, on the yes, clubhouse. Find out how I really feel about pocket for just 10 cents a day. Uh, but, <laughs> but, um, there was a question there, right? Yeah, you the, the Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, because of yeah. Kevin. So, like, Kevin was just so moved by the story, by the, uh, you know, the animation and the music. Uh, and to know that the seed of all that was, was a comic book. You know, the creation of a character of Miles Morales was the seed for Into the Spider-Verse. It was just more um, fuel to the fire of this. We need to get to the core of this. These movies, these MCU movies are changing the world. But we need to get into the core of what these movies are about because that's what that's the real heartbeat behind this. The deaths in comics are way crazier than deaths in, in movies. Because you oh, spent yeah. years oh, with these yeah. characters. You know, in, in some of these cases. Um reading reading that murder you know uh what is it? Um Heroes in Crisis. Oh my god. People yeah. just going left and right. Uh it, it's bananas. Even but, knowing who dies in House of uh, House of M, yeah. Because I've heard it all before, jo- or Avengers. Not even knowing. Oh yeah, who knows? Dying of Avengers disassembled. Reading it is still so much more different because the artistry is there. Watching Clint in Avengers disassembled yeah. was just it was hard. It, it ends up being yeah, it ends up being hard. And you know what's cool? Even though there's not people they, like the people who let's say buy the merch. Like um, uh, Joey Styles, aka Joey Negrin, um, he a gr- humongous sneakerhead, uh, one of the uh, biggest ones I know. Always got that style, but then would go out and get one of my shirts, one of the comic book click shirts, and rock it with his sneakers. Not necessarily, you know, maybe he is rocking listening to the podcast, but you may dig the memes and not dig the podcast. You may dig the podcast and not follow us on our socials. You may yeah, there's always something weird about it. Where the you people may watch follow the videos us everywhere and, just... and and not buy the merch, but. So everyone is getting a different piece from what we're doing, and that's the big fun part about it. Um, c- can I tell my uh, um, Mary Poppins story? Oh God! Oh my God! Yes, please. Okay, please so, do. So I'm at I'm in a, a Comic Con. My tag team partner for Comic Con for many years, besides my roommate Roger, who is cutting it right now with Deathmatch Photography as Red Shoes Media. Look it up. Um, is uh, like I said, Joey Styles, Joey Negrin. Um, he would be my tag team partner, and we would be, do these two days in at Comic Con, and um, they, it can get long, bro. It it's full of greatness, but it's almost like being at Six Flags. You know how Six a Six Flags day can get long. Yeah. So, um, we were jo- we were joking around talking, and we decided we were gonna wear our um like wear shirts, and I was gonna wear my comic book click shirt, and I had designed this shirt of uh, Michael Rooker as Yondu. In the, it, I copied the poster for uh, Mary, the Poppins. Mary Poppins poster. Yeah, yeah, I copied the poster for Mary Poppins. I changed the colors a little bit so there wouldn't be too much of a, a like a licensing issue. And so I make this shirt. Um, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Which was a, which was a line that legitimately made me laugh out loud. Is he theaters. cool? 
Yeah, yeah, he's cool. Like that's the oh, the heart in there. Yeah, there was a amazing, amazing. Because you stuff. know it's you know it's a girl. Yeah, but he didn't know it was a girl. And why, like, not, why even cool? argue it right now? Yeah. Why even argue? It's not important. Yeah, you're cool. Don't even worry <laughs> about it. You look like Mary Poppins. So we're walking the floor, and all of a sudden we hear that Michael Rooker is doing a Q and A at Comic Con, New York City Comic Con. So we're like, we gotta get in there. So we go, we go in, and it was the funniest, one of the funniest moments in comic book clicks history because. Michael Rooker was unhinged. Either he was just bored with the general nature of how these interviews went, or uh, maybe he was, you know, had a couple of uh, Bud Light Platinums when you're feeling fancy. But, <laughs> but, um, but he was unhinged. He took the 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 microphone from the interviewer. He jumped off stage, and he started. He walked around and started asking questions to the fans in the audience. And he would do things, he would... Uh, oh, he was definitely bored at that point. Bro, he was doing rapid fire. Like, uh, you got a question? Yeah, are you going to be in Guardians uh, 4? No. And then he would just walk around and say whatever, like, a quick answer that would make everybody laugh. He was really, like, doing these jokes a mile a minute. So I'm following him. I'm like, I got it. I'm wearing the shirt that he's on. You know, it's the Mary Poppins jar. He's Yandu. Yandu's literally there. So I'm trying to navigate myself around this. Oh, you're watching area. him just go through the, yeah. the crowd, and you're just like, Let me just and and the, you know he's stopping on some really funny people, some really good moments, and I'm like, you know, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I'm genuinely enjoying myself in this whole thing, right? But he eventually uh, comes through, and I see him come in the corner, and he comes up to me, and he puts the microphone in my face, and I'm like, I, but the whole time I'm like, I have to think of a clever question to ask him. Something that I know no one's going to ask him. Something that I know I'm going to get a general response for. And something that I know it can't be a yes or no question. Nothing about Guardians. Nothing about the MCU. Because that's he'll probably not answer it. Because he's dead. It is what it is. So you point. asked. I remember So this. I asked him uh, to choose between Kevin Smith, who had put him in a bunch of films. Mall Rats included. Yep. Right? That was my introduction to Michael Walker, actually. Right. Or Robert Kirkman, who was my introduction because he played Merle in The Walking Dead. So I asked him to pick between uh, Kevin Smith and, and Robert Kirkman, and he went, uh, uh, yeah, I'm not going to answer that one, and he just walked away, and I'm in the video laughing, and then he turns around, he points and goes, cool shirt, and I almost about died. I almost died he because said, I thought it was over. The inter- I, I had the interaction had with the him. Interaction that you had the interaction that you were the, looking for. I had the entire yeah. convention. You know, that, that entire hilarious and I, Q&A. I see the picture. You have the picture on your Facebook. You're like, yeah. Oh, my God. He turns and says, cool, cool shirt, shirt, man. And it was all worth it. It was like, this and is you real. you also stumped him. He was, he was like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm going to get in trouble with my contract. At that point, he was probably like, yo, I'm going to get in trouble with some kind of contract. And like- it, was, it was a situation where um, I feel like a lot of comic book clicks, especially in the beginning, was fake it until you make it. I was so, so bent on... Faking it until I make it. Faking it until I make it. That when that moment came, I'm like, maybe we're kind of sort of making it. Maybe we don't got to fake it anymore. Maybe this thing is real. And we've made merchandise sales, like, um, you know, that make me think proudly about what we do as an organization. Isn't and Mary Poppins y'all one of your most yeah. sold shirts? Yeah. Yep, that you had I, a couple I, of most it's called, sold and, shirts. And and because you always gotta find a name for it. It was called Yandu or Yando. <laughs> that's a pretty clever name, right? That's pretty clever. Right? That's pretty good. I know a couple of your shirts you was always telling me is like, yo, this has like 
I've sold like 60 something or whatever of like. Yeah, I had a couple Wonder Woman shirts that my sisters bought. Um, that they had eventually to, uh, they eventually got me for, uh, as far as like taking them down for a bunch of weird reasons. Oh yeah. Oh my, when they took down, what they took down, only love saves the world, right? Yeah, man. That would only love saves the world. And what I do is not up to you. Which that, was the banger. Yeah, I that one sold. So many no, of that those one shirts. sold a lot, ladies and gentlemen. So many of those shirts. Because um, it, it came out during not only the time of of Wonder Woman, but at a very crucial time in a feminist movement. Right, and I thought the line was cool. I, this I only during make, the abortion when, stuff. When I make shirts, uh, for movies, it's because the line resonated with me, and I want to express it. Um, I was in such a shallow water with the DCEU at the time. As far as quotes, right? There's no big Batman vs. Superman merch. You know what I'm saying? And that was around that time, so I totally could have cashed in on that. But when push came to shove, those Wonder Woman lines, um, what I do is not up to you, and only love can truly... That last one, that's... Yeah, only love can truly save the world. That, yeah. On that idea that um, that energy is the most powerful positivity, energy in the world. Positivity can change yeah. the world, of course. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, having that moment with Michael Rooker there. Um, the first year of com, uh, sorry, the first year of Comic Book Click is my first year at Comic Con in general. Um, I went, at, I went to Comic Con, and my first day at Comic Con is my first day cosplay. I went, Dan. I was like, we got to be at Comic Con. I don't know even know in what capacity, but we have to freaking go. I've never been to this place. I go in and I buy a two hundred dollar <laughs> Captain America outfit and a seventy five dollar hundred dollar shield at the time. And I'm like, I'm gonna do this. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be. I want to be amongst my people, you know. Yeah. And because of the wrestling, I had been accustomed to getting in a character and being that character. You know, you see me walking around with the fedora and the suit. You know, that's the Don doing that. You know, and and then vice versa. So I'll never forget. I I leave out of my house in East New York, Brooklyn. Get on the train. Um, and I'm on this A train, and I'm like. Listen, people are gonna stare. They're gonna look. It is gonna be. It's gonna be what it is. Like that's just where. That's the world we that's live how in. How it is. Um, and obviously, look what I'm wearing. I would be staring as well. But eventually, you start seeing other people come on because the train. you start getting the next stop. Now as you have Wonder Woman walking closer, on. Yeah. The next stop, Deadpool walks on. The next stop, Sailor right. Moon and Ryu walk in. Hundred percent. Yeah. See that. that yeah. And, and then I took you get a train to the end during those times where people would come on the train. I'm like, damn, I'm sitting with like you know, like the Joker sitting next to Ryu and, and Pennywise. And, and then you get out of the train and you hear, "Mommy, that's Captain America." And I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, you do. That's all. That's I'm what you doing do this. For. I'm doing this every year. I'm dressing up every year. This is I can't wait till the freaking, world gets back to normal. This I've is never so gone. freaking cool. And so that year that I went to Comic Con, that day that I went to Comic Con, 2016, in my Captain America uniform. Uh, I paid money, but I got a picture with the legendary Stanley. And good thing you did. That was yeah. That was another like feather in my hat of like I'm I'm about this. We're gonna do. We're this. solidifying. We're gonna do our place. And I need here. to I need to respect my my where my fandom comes from and and on uh, uh get back to its roots and do all that kind of stuff. So that was that was very. And there's important. not many legendary. Bro, DC a... people left, so Stan Lee at that time was probably the only legendary comic book writer, anything that and you now, had left. Not only that, you know, and you can thank the Platinum for this one, but at the time, I was crushing on a girl, and I called her after the Stan Lee thing, and I was like, I love you. <laughs> I would have done the same thing. I was so, I was so pleased with Captain America of it all, comic book click, um, the Stan Lee thing. 
it was the first time everything had made sense since my dad passed away. And it felt, the more a combo click I do, the more the obstacles move themselves out of the way. It's almost like this thing was meant to happen. And the more, the easier this path seems to become, the more driven I become to make the road wider. Because they say it's lonely at the top, but I have absolutely no intention of being at the top alone. You understand? I'm going to be there with my family. I'm going to be there with members of the clique. I'm going to be there with the members of the comic book clique that's always out there producing content. I never produced this thing. I've never made this thing. The hours, I everything, for the most part that I do, I do for free for this. For this. Uh, and most much... of it is not even free. It's most of out of pocket. Right. And sometimes, yeah, sometimes I'm paying, it's, right? That's out of pocket. Yeah, so it's like I'm paying in time or emotion or, or any of that. And that's why stuff. I will always give you at, at, at my time. Yeah. I'll always give you my time because all right. So our our good podcasting partner, you know, Yogi, yeah, moved to his new beautiful place. Yes. And wasn't able to have any internet service at this moment. Right. So we had to scramble. Yeah. We had to scramble because I we figured, you know what, five years of click. Five years of the click. What better way to celebrate it than a nice little live action for the uh, live action live right. stream for the fans. You know and just an interview because George Deserves to be put in the interviewer's chair for I, a second, a and a I, I've, I have for as long as I have done this, and for as long as I will forever do this, I have no problem scrambling because we, we are no strangers to scrambling for Bro, new episodes. You, you know what? You know what's another moment that I think back at as a moment that I'm grateful for when GT first walked into uh, record for the comic book click. Um, he saw the notes and he took a picture. And I think you all had a similar. Oh, I did, I did the same thing. I think you all had a similar reaction to like the desk <laughs> and the note sitting on the desk and the microphones there. I very much wanted you guys to feel like I was in this. Like I'm not. I'm not trying to pull anything out of, out of you guys that I wouldn't put bare on the table. And to be honest, you guys have all in spades uh, come through, and it's been one of the most rewarding experiences and a blessing to be able to have uh, done for the last. Five years. Well, I, I've I have personally, and you've known that I have, because I before the episode even starts, I will walk in like yo, he'll you'll tell me, all right, I just got home from work, I set everything up in the morning, so when I come home, we just sit down. Yeah. I'll come here, and the notes will be three, four pages long, single spaced, Times Roman twelve font. Bro, you know sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I used to narrow the margins to make it seem like it was less paper. <laughs> so that people would be like, "Oh my god, we're talking about all of this." No, but, but sometimes never... I'm really like, "Yo, are we really about to talk about all of this?" Right I now? Ne- How much did you write? I never wanted to not have the information. I never wanted. But to I'm seem impressed like, by it. It's like not even that I'm like, didn't care. Yeah. Oh, yeah. are we really about to talk about all of this? No, I will come in and you'll have like four sheets of single spaced paragraphs. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, wait, did you really like like what? Are we... You you have the drive, you have the necessary gumption yeah. to do this, and you have always and will forever be my inspiration to do this. Ah, thank and you. every time I send every time I send you a headline, there's been a few times where I'll send you a major snippet, and I will feel like weird about it. I'll be like, you know, I hope I I will say I swear to God, I say I hope he tells me to to touch up on it a little bit. Yeah, so I can. Touch upon it a little, yeah. little bit, but if he likes it, then then it's gotta be good because maybe I'm just looking at it in a way that that I'm being yeah. my own worst critic. I can see that. And there's times where I send it to you, 
And I do like it. And you tell me, oh, can you touch up on here? And I'm like, ooh, thank you. But there's times where I'm like, oh, I, I, I hate this one. And you're like, oh, this is a really good one. Thank you so much for doing it. I'm like, it's It's the weirdest it's- thing. It's I may, And, you know, maybe I, I give you guys too much credit, but it's like I am hanging out with future writers and future directors oh, and future content creators in general. And I see the talent in you guys. I, I value you more than than coworkers or, or, or any any of that. I, I truly am rewarded by your enthusiasm, anyone's enthusiasm when it when push comes to shove about this kind of stuff. Um sometimes people can't get an episode that they want to get and they get upset. Like that that means they care, right? Because you could just be like, oh well it is what it is. But people fight over episodes sometimes because they want they want to be there no, for there'll that. Be, there'll moment. be a few times where where, where, where Yogi specifically, he's oh, you're calling him out. He's gonna listen bro, to this because you know what it is because he's in the past. Oh, That's what uh, it is. He's in the future. He's, you mean. Well, we're in the future. He's. Oh yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. yeah right. So yeah, he like right. so he's he an already hour behind. Yeah, he's already behind us. That the the papers are the schedule's already been dropped. I have to wait in the future for the schedule to be dropped. So he gets he gets it an hour early. There'll be times where some of our friends will be calling. I'm like. That was literally the one that my eyes saw, yeah. and I wanted it. Like I wanted but Invincible. Is that not is that not a measure of caring? Is I didn't even know Invincible, of... and I just wanted it by the name. At Jarvis called it at one point as well. It's like that. That's just a level of investment that I'm so proud to have. I didn't instill it in you guys. You guys rose up to the challenge and decided that you guys were going to ride on this crusade, this crazy comic book click crusade. Well, with it's me. all and, thanks um, to you in every single way, and it's and not just. Just the, how do you, you realize there's a world before you you blow me because I just uh wanted to say this. Do you realize there's a world that in 2021 none of us are talking? True, they're Earth 32B. We don't. None even of know us each are other. talking. Like GT, I know as as the guy from PWFU, and you know John, I know as a guy from We Love Pro Wrestling and stuff like that. Friend of Josh uh, Morera, great artist uh, and friend of the show. But yeah, it's like it could have all just been that. It could have all just been that. Met. I could have never went to that I could have never started the podcast. Like, I could have never started comic book in general. You could have and loved the idea that, like, What if you loved the Shane McMahon and Undertaker? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're laughing at it now, but... And I was like, you know what? That's what I need to do. I this need, is, this I need is... to do an all-Shane podcast, an all-Shane company, uh, and let people know how great he is. It could have went that way. It totally it totally could have went that way. But it but it didn't. And because of the way it went, uh, one, of, one of our favorite shows that we got to in, in, indulge in besides WandaVision was Gamora. Oh yeah. So what for me to be able to throw both together in a video editing because of all the practice that I already had on doing snippets for you doing one to two episodes a week. Yeah. For you all of that practice on the Sony Vegas Pro gave me the chance to make my own outside just funny little creation to please myself and make me be like, "Yo, I'm proud of <laughs> sometimes, this." Sometimes like, sometimes I'm- I think that uh, the real gem, like if we could put it on Patreon, is like access to the group chat. Oh like, my I, god! I feel like oh, yeah. I feel like that <laughs> is worth its weight in money because, yeah, not only are we creating things and throwing them in there, we have the, the inside jokes, we have inside wars about our opinions about things. We'll sit there tooth and nail at three o'clock in the morning and argue which you know which uh Jared Little performance was better or worse, there and then they'll be we're cursing each other out. Uh, memes up the wazoo but everybody's fine the next day everybody's cool everybody's on the same page that I, ca- I can't beat that 
I, I no, love it's, it's, I love I love my family. My family has done nothing but support um comic book click as well. Like I said, a shout out to my mom, my sisters, um, my brothers. Uh thank you, Serrano Clan. Yeah, for getting on board and, and sharing and, and liking everything. Um even even when you don't understand it, that's the key, in my opinion. That's the key. Supporting a family member, even if you don't really get it. Because it's easy to support something you get. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, well, I decided I want to be a lawyer. Well, congratulations, be a lawyer. Well, I decided I wanted to be a, a party clown. What if that really makes that person happy and fulfilled? But you kind of just go, yeah, well, good luck, right? You go, you go good no, luck. No, you're like right. if Like if you can't hit similar obstacles and trauma on the road of a, being a lawyer. You know, so I went to the army. I, I went to college. I did all these various ventures and my family stood by me. This one was the one I was a little bit worried about because it doesn't really make too much sense, I guess, on the face of it. Um, and this world is a world that my my family isn't in content creation. Yeah, you know? no, I, uh, I same thing. Yeah, there, but there are people. Old school, that, we're both old school Puerto. We were raised by old school <laughs> yeah, Puerto old Ricans. School, old the, school Brooklyn Puerto Ricans. At, so yeah, it's, at it's, the end it's, of the it's day, a, it's a three. It's a three prong attack. Three peat. Uh, three prong attack, if you will. Um, but yeah, so. And I don't fault that at all either. My mom never stifled any of my creativity, but I w- what was paramount was making money and and being responsible. Um, you can uh, do this, but you have to do that. To... What's What's the joke I always have with, com- with major issues? It's the most consistent thing I've ever done. Right? I say it all always, the time. No, you really say it all the time. <laughs> like, Damn, I've really been doing this for almost 180 episodes. An episode of Major Issues has come out. Every Wednesday for 176, I want to say. Wednesdays, no, 78. 178. 178 this episode that comes out tomorrow will be 179. And it's the most consistent thing I've ever done. It, hands down, I've never done anything oh, yeah, this long. Yeah. Now without getting paid. You know or now without, you know, well, what is it, moral dessert? I can't fully say that because I think the most consistent thing I personally ever done was wrestling. Because like a weekly thing, I, I did backyard wrestling Every Sunday, but imagine, Every but Sunday. imagine if you had to build the ring. Oh yeah, I'd probably stop. Right, the show. You're know saying the if Not I don't if I don't buy the equipment, and... if I don't take the notes, if I don't pick the subjects, yeah, all I did was happens. show up. Right, that right. was it. I really so just it's a, it's showed a, up. It's a little bit, Not, and I have to take anything away from attendance because no, no, again, no. attendance means a lot. But on the other side of it is like, you know, I don't expect any of you guys, even though you've done it, I don't expect any of you guys to coax me out of a non-creative mood to get me to do stuff. But we're in a position where, uh, you know, a lot of that stuff, if I don't get on it, it well, don't if, come if out. You love, if you love what you're doing, if you love what you're a part of, this yeah. to me, this this is my life. This is the most proud I've ever been of myself in actually five years. To, to, for the fact that I didn't know you through a hole in the wall all we did was talk because we met in a park and then we had this one conversation about writing the script of Deadpool 2 mm-hmm. where we kind of predicted the end credit scenes in a it's sense. A better, a better script. Uh, a better – because Brian Singer you know, goes <laughs> – He's so, a sex best. So, so you know, it's best if he just that. goes. But to just – to be added to a group like this without you knowing me through a hole in the wall. And this was at a time where I was very insecure about myself and very guarded about the people that want to – dive into my life and try to be a part of my life. I remember at several points being the angel on your shoulder and going, but what about thinking about it this way, Dan? Yeah, no, I want to run 100%. You have definitely been one of the (laughs) consistent keys of keeping me on this track. And if it isn't for you hitting me up like, uh, you know, like, uh, so that headliner, 
Are you gonna do that today, or you know you what's going on? on? And it just and, it and makes me just bounce about my seat. Like you know, I'll be feeling down and be like, I'll read you, hit me up and say, so I'm gonna need this video. All right, you know what? Let's go. Let me go to my computer. Yeah. Let me just do this right now, and it'll, it'll take me like the next hour and a half, and I'll be like, GT me... has a night job. He has a night, night job, job and yes. still throws me articles for Falcon and Winter Soldier. You know, um, uh, Yogi will find the opportune time. Sometimes it's not the opportune time on my side, but he tries his best to get the house as quiet as possible, even though he has several kids, a you know, lovely wife, and a, and a brand a dog, new dog, right? Yeah, I think you might have several dogs. Uh, right in uh, Yogi, if you don't. But <laughs> he has, you know, like he has. His, you all have a life. The fact that you guys give anything into this with no pay, you know, yeah, it, it, is a testament. It's a testament. Fathers, yeah. So it's I, a testament in general, and it's something that I'm in, internally grateful for. And then again, you know, uh, a couple names I just want to rattle off. Uh, uh, Brian Lehman uh, is somebody who has always liked and shared our stuff. He listens to the podcast all the time. Um, just a, a mensch, a mensch of a man, uh, just a great guy in general. Um, and somebody who shares our stuff without any kind of issue or problems. Uh, Adrienne Thompson went and bought shirts for yes, her and, and her she bought, No, she has your um, coffee mug. Yeah. She has a comic book click coffee yes, mug, she has a very specific logo. And like, like, blew my expectations out of the water. Blew everything I thought about, like, completely out of the water um just to support the brand just as, to support oh, what everything and, that and that's doing what's so, what's so beautiful um, about it my i haven't ha- i'm gonna get real 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 with all of you because five years we want to get real five I years baby five times i, time, five I time. haven't i haven't had a, an, an actual steady conversation or relationship with my father in a very long time and out of nowhere a random text message comes from my sister hey Dad read your article, and he said you are a really talented writer. My cousin Jonathan Bloom, my cousin Jonathan Bloom that I haven't spoken to or seen in three years, hits me up on Instagram out of nowhere because he found the podcast. and found He found Comic Book Click through someone else sharing and found the podcast and said, holy crap, I didn't realize this was you. That's well, I didn't like, that. did, tell me that one. That yeah, was it was so was weird. A, that's a big one. It yeah. was so weird. He said so, he said someone he knew shared shared a post from the the CBC Facebook yeah. a meme. Yeah. Because he's also a nerd. So someone shared a CBC meme. I hope it wasn't that as Isaiah Bradley one. No, this was a <laughs> this was this was before the episode. Right, right. This was right. like two weeks ago. Yeah. So yeah, so someone shared a meme from CBC. He saw it, and then he realized, oh wait, I think this was what my cousin was talking about. Like it, it repopped into his head. So to have family members I haven't spoken to or seen. In a very long time, just randomly either hit me up or try to reach out to me and tell me, "Hey, I see what you're doing, and you're doing good things." It's, you know, it's a it's a testament to everything that you personally have done, and I will continue to make sure that this episode is about you. Because without you, there is no episode. The, but the thing is, like I said again, you know, uh, the combo click is 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 not one man. I, there's a lot of it on my back, is you know, uh, on occasion. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I have you guys around to to do what you want and again a, a, a support system of friends and family that will like and, and share and, and support things we had abe uh you know mutual friend come through and and do My, stuff uh but not friend well, first yeah yeah that's not fr- uh what's that word uh for 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 backyard your wrestling talent, your he talent my, relations <laughs> he was he was my vince mcmahon in backyard wrestling but he was also my first you so yeah so uh, there's only one you so ah thank you he he, you know, um, he's out there now doing his independent wrestling, 
you know, uh, career. And he will still like stuff. He will still share stuff. He will still comment on stuff. Um, what I'm, what we're doing here is, 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 is a constant. It's an always, it's a living, breathing How people organism. It's a living, breathing organism made up of donations of passion. Uh, not to get too poetic. And by the pure grace of genuinely good hearted people from wherever, you know, corners that they come from. That's the only reason why we're here as long as we have. It's the re- only reason why we have the amount of, um, you know, merchandise sold as we do. Um, and the only reason why we are listened to in countries from around the world, because we resonate, we vibrate at a frequency that people have been waiting to see something like this vibrate at. And I can't, I can't stop. How, how, if we know that, if we know we're tapping into an energy that has here before has not been tapped into, how do, how do we give that up? How do, how do we, you know, consciously abandon that? There's been you times can't. I've been bad. There's been times I've been bad, and you know I've been in a bad mood, and I'm like, screw the podcast this week. But I have never screwed the podcast. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Oh no, there's been times where you've come up to me, well, not come up to me, like because during, especially during quarantine, and yeah. we will, all of us will forgive anybody about how they took 2020. 2020 was a bad year mentally for a lot of people. So there's been a lot of times where you came up to me, it's like, yo, I don't know if I'm gonna, I don't know if I want to do this this week. Maybe we could just. Miss a week, but if we miss a week, then it'll be so easier to just miss next week. That's always like, a line, right? That's, that's always, always your line. line. I've given you is that always your line. If it's, I make if an I, excuse for this week, it'll you be will so be able to make to an make excuse an for excuse next for week. Every single, and then next thing you know, it'll be a month, and we haven't had a new episode. Yeah, and you have, and I have personally made sure I have never let you or us this click miss a week. And you know what's interesting? Um, like I said. I'm I'm glad it's in the ether. I'm glad other people are listening to it and getting some level of enjoyment from it. But what's truly entertaining to me is that I do believe there will be a point where I'm old as heck, and I'm just listening to us fired up about a bad movie or fired oh, if you up. You don't about, think in like, my 80s I'll listen to our which was worse? The idea that these conversations exist in the annals of time and encapsulate a passion that we had for that one thing at that one time in a way that we never will have that. Right then again, good or bad. Yeah, how do you beat that? How do you? How can you beat that? You can't beat two dudes. You can hear us beaming arguing when over we're talking about something that we like. You could hear us beaming. You yeah. could hear us going, and then this part and gushing over it. You know, you, it, it's happened a million times before. That energy is trapped in those MP3s forever. You understand? There's a level. These five years and three years of the podcast are encapsulated in a way that. A lot of even our youth hasn't been, you know? Yeah. You can't go and scroll back to a conversation you had where you were arguing that Transformers was better than GoBots when you were 10. You, nope. you can't. But you can go back to a conversation where you're going, well, this Daredevil, you know, he's the first guy to wear the black all in the trial of the Incredible Hulk. If if, if we're selling that dope, I, I don't mind being I will sniff I mind, that dope every mind, time. Uh, is that what you do with dope? I think so. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm off the record. Don't you rub it on your skin? Isn't don't you do dope like a uh, Vix? Isn't that I'm, what you're I'm pretty you sure rub it on your skin? eat it. Like and if it goes it's an through, edible, it goes through the. Oh, you eat dope. I think you eat dope. I think it's like a like you know like a like a. Ladies and gentlemen, candy? he only ate three dopes <laughs> <laughs> for legal purposes. Yeah, only three dopes. 
only three dunks. You've been a fine interview, Dan Conver, man. I, I try because I, I, I have one. I, I'm, I'm not getting surly, am I? I no, you are definitely not. Like you're definitely not getting surly, but I definitely do have fancy. one more, one more, one more big question for you before we go because we definitely are, we definitely will be wrapping it up soon, ladies and gentlemen. So what one, you got for me? One, one last question is, and this is this is a big, big Uh-oh. one. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not privy of what this is going to be, so let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> do you or do you not see yourself one day going back and rewatching Age of Ultron? And liking it? Not I liking, would no, definitely no. watch I'm it. No, for the, for the cast, whether a witch is worse or a retrospective or we have to read the actual Age of Ultron comic book and you're like, you know what? Might as well watch it. Can you see yourself... Yeah, going back yeah. with with not angry and with you, a with a regular. And you know why? You know why? Why? Wanda. That's all I want. That's all I wanted. Wanda. I'll go back to Age of Ultron for Wanda. A hundred percent. That's my. Come on, girl. Come here, girl. Uh, that yeah. Uh, Wanda. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'll go back to Age of Ultron for Wanda. And lastly, how have you felt being on this hot seat for all of? The the listeners and the watchers at home. How how, I feel, I how does like it we, feel to be on the hot seat for once in this position? I, I feel like it's always been transparent. I've always been transparent with the fans. But what's interesting is that I I I like our story. It's not a story I have to make up. It's not a story I have to add. It, it flourishes of drama. I'm a, I'm a I'm a two time toured war veteran who came back, got all his stuff wrecked in Sandy. Went through that, lost his father and his, uh, you know, creative outlet. Dug in through the mud and the dirt to make something that didn't exist on this earth once finally exists. Go out and seek a degree in graphic design so I can cover my own ass when it came to promoting things and doing things and, and putting my best foot forward uh, with push, pushing this brand out there. Um, having the support in general, like I said, having people out there truly care about this and truly um, make it a point to show that they support. I live in this bubble. I will always live in this bubble. Uh, every single episode of the Major Issues podcast is the greatest episode of the Major Issues podcast because we are the latest and greatest thing to ever come to comic books, comic book media. But the, but the moment where somebody on the outside, somebody who's not living in our bubble, comes in and says how much they've enjoyed it, how much they've liked it, rocks a shirt, you know, uh, comments on, you know, uh, on a post... That that's where the real f- fun is, and I, it's 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 something that's indescribable, but also it feels like it feels like something natural. It feels like human beings are are a pack species, and we we are supposed to click up, if we you will, are. uh, when it comes to like like just survival, like uh, in the same way that we're not living on survival now as animals. This might also be the plan. But I'm mental speaking. survival is still a big thing. Emotional survival. You get to yes. con- you get to control who's in your circle. You get to control uh, the people that are around you and 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 how you move forward in life. And so, why not support and bring the best people around you? Why not have the best uh, creative minds and, and and the people that have been through some stuff? You know, n- n- I don't know if anyone in the Major Issues podcast chat is a full on babyface. I can- I don't know if I can say that. But hell, if we didn't put our best foot forward and present our best selves when the time called for it to show that we can do this and we can stand up there. We don't have 
uh, you know, the uh, Hollywood budget and we don't have the Los Angeles aesthetic and maybe... Maybe my booty is just a little big, and maybe my hiney is just a little well, big. Well, we definitely don't, you know, like step on minorities to get ahead. We we are minorities yep, at the that's very true. least. We are the minorities, and so what we are is unique, and what we are is us, and that identity and that connection is priceless to me. Uh, five years in, five years in the future, that's where we're going. It ain't stopping for us. Then now and, forever. Um, yeah, then now forever. Uh, this podcast would be one that's going to be funny to listen to on rewatch. This is probably the second time I've drank on a podcast since... Uh, can you remember the first time? Uh, oh! Yeah, you know what it is. It had to it? have been a Dark Phoenix. It was Dark, dark Phoenix! Phoenix! <laughs> <laughs> hey! Yo, no, 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 no. I, all right, so this is one of the greatest months of my life it was august of 2019 god that movie was bad <laughs> and we were on like like the entire month of august but the, the but the the two p was hellboy and dark <laughs> they, they were in the same month they were in the same month golly I, what a rough month, month together. Hell, god. <laughs> he was already pissed at hellboy and i will never forget like he was he was like no 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 because you know why hellboy was shit you want to know why it was bad because <laughs> yo i had ducky and peter come by and we talked about hellboy i read hellboy yeah volumes. no you told me because it was based on the new movie i read volumes for that podcast and um he's a hell of a character. So I thought it was set up for success. Then that phone came out and I was like, what the hell is going on? Same thing, same exact thing <laughs> with the Dark Phoenix Saga. The other day, I was on the Brawlio show. If he's listening to this, uh, awesome guy Brawlio, he produces content as well. And they had asked me, gun to my head, literally, like with no prep, what I thought was the greatest comic book story of all time. And I said the Dark Phoenix Saga. I truly said Dark Phoenix Saga. You feel the highs, you feel the lows. Chris Claremont, amazing. No, Chris, no Claremont, Amazing yeah. stuff. And then the Dark Phoenix film comes out. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Bro, we I cracked wrote, open a six of wrote, Do you remember? I took a piece of paper and I wrote Dark Phoenix uh, review. Spoiler alert. It sucks. <laughs> On a piece of paper <laughs> with a lime marita near it. And I took a picture and I posted it for comic book click. I was so over bro, it, bro. yeah, that was the first podcast that we ever were literally just cracking open 24s while we were talking. Over it. I was so mad. <laughs> but it was so, And you know what the best part about that story? He hits me up on a Tuesday, T-Mobile Tuesday. <laughs> on a Tuesday. He hits me up on a Tuesday. He's like, yo, T-Mobile Tuesday is doing a special Dark Phoenix uh, movie tickets for $4. And the movie was the Linden theater right yep. by his house yep, yep, yep. and we went there like an 8 30 9 o'clock showing to see dark phoenix and Yo, i was yawning at the end i remember at one point i legitimately started laughing out loud audibly laughing out loud <laughs> because things had just gotten so ridiculous what's what's the actual funniest part about that is that um i i it it's not like some people go back and like oh it's not well it's not the worst x-men movie it's not about no, it that. Is, no, it's, it's about, the worst sex. No, but movie. to me, it's not about that. In the same sense that maybe the Shane McMahon thing wasn't the worst creative decision they made. It was just a straw that broke the camel's back. It was. You, it was you just find a me thing. Stupid. Oh, it was like, just a oh. thing that was like, wow, we, this is what we're doing. Like they were really doing this, and I was, yeah, I was, I was. No, upset. I. Bro, I, I was the the, the, the movie's only like like a, an, like two hours. Like, it's like Checking an hour. my phone every five minutes. I was like, that's what. 
That is when I knew he was over it because we were not even at Jean Grey, not Jean Grey. We were not even at Mystique's death yet. We were, we just came back from space and there was just a lot of back and forth talking. I, he's sitting on my right. I look over and he's just. At like, one point, <laughs> I was checking the phone to see if there was any post credits to see if we had to stay any longer <laughs> than we had, than we needed to because I did not want to be he, there. Yo, he stood up and said, nope, there's no post credits. Let's go. <laughs> Yo. But it happens. You want to tell the people how when when you was on and when we was getting because this is before the podcast starts to get in full motion. Podcast comes in full motion, like you said, December two thousand seventeen. Earlier in two thousand seventeen, comes out a film also in the X Men franchise that you were giving the Dark Phoenix treatment to Logan, huh? Yeah, you sat there, got all crazy uh, with Logan. I took you to see Lego Batman, and we went to go see Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman for my birthday. Wonder Woman for your birthday. But you were over Logan. We cannot convince you for the life of you to like, dig yo, Logan. Year, Nothing. Years. Hated it. Hated it. Three hated years. Could always not just bring up the me. death of Professor X. And then I was like, uh, then we had to cover it for Old, Old Man, Man Logan. Logan. You watch it again. You're like, what? Yeah, it's actually not. I was like, you mother. I forgot. Because you know what this is? I, I forgot. Yeah, you know what it was? It I only remembered those big three scenes that truly got me. It was It was Professor X's death. It was a uh, it was a lot of the Professor X cursing. Oh, girl's great in that though. And then no, actually, yeah, no, it was just Professor X's death that really bothered me. And then, Logan, yeah, I went back and I rewatched it because I I read Old Man Logan, which is okay for anybody that doesn't know. Marvel hates Hawkeye. This is my stance. Yeah. No, uh, this is you can't so tell me. Is, so this is what this is what the entire hot seat was. You were just leading up to this moment. Marvel hates Hawkeye. You commandeered the main mic to announce that Marvel hates Hawkeye. Go ahead, you can go on your diet. No, yeah, but I read Old Man Logan. Fell in love. This was one of the greatest things I ever read. There, there was a hillbilly Hulk. Like it yeah. went everywhere. It was insanity. Then I watched Logan for the first time in literally three years, and I said, wow, that was – okay, first of all, if if you have to say that was the best Wolverine solo film, is it really that good? But it was one of the best written X-Men films I ever watched. It was watched. an old Western. You it was a Western. It was a superhero Western, and I couldn't go wrong. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely gave Logan the the – the Dark Phoenix treatment, but I also gave Joker the Dark Phoenix treatment. I like Joker. I like Joker, but Joker feels like cheap alcohol in the sense that I like it, but somebody else, when given it, can probably do some pretty heinous. Well, things. the problem is, is you you. But that's only because of yeah, That's what I'm saying. I re- I recognize that this is the Amsterdam to to uh, King of Comedy's Grey Goose, and so it's like if you guys can't afford Grey Goose. Do the Amsterdam, and I'm I'm literally saying that right now. Like there's no, no like, judgment. Drink, none of that. New, actually, the Amsterdam you pineapple do. is pretty good. Do what you gotta do. But um, yeah, that 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 you make me watch one watch King comedy. The, I it's right on now. the OneDrive. I watched it a couple of weeks ago. It still Great holds stuff, up, bro. It man. still holds so up. Like, he, like I, that's the whole thing about our friendship is we 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 share movies and TV. He'll hit me up with a show. Yo, you got to get our movie. You got to get on it so we could talk about it. Vice versa, the same thing. I got him into Good Place. He got me into Gamora. You know, like he got me into Leftovers. Just yeah. Like a, I got him into Hill House. That's just how our friendship goes. And we got to share Umbrella Academy and Doom Patrol. We, yep. The boys. Like, yeah. So mm-hmm. when he hits me up, you got to watch King of Comedy. 
I'll never forget it. I literally watched it on a train travel because it's only like an hour and 30 minutes. It's a short movie. I watched it on my way to take on the train travel. And I said, holy crap, this is one of the greatest movies I ever watched. A week later, I watched Joker and I'm like, like the Leonardo DiCaprio meme. Oh, see that? That's just like how uh, Robert yeah. De Niro was making up the scene in his head where he was talking to right. Jerry Lewis. And... Yeah. So definitely Joker was one of those movies that I gave the, the 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 bad treatment to. But we also, me and you, did the ten year the, the sorry the eighty year anniversary of Joker, which where we covered all will... the different stories. So that's what I'm yep. saying. Like it goes from a point where you take what you you watch one person's art artistic interpretation of the character but then we also dive into 80 years of people other people taking different things of the character this and it's is such a rewarding like one of them but i'm saying it's such a rewarding process because there's not one batman there's not one superman there's not one spider-man through various different artists through various different uh lenses there's King's directors batman there's and directors, you know, miller's batman and and uh webb's batman and raimi's ba- uh, sorry uh, webb's spider-man and raimi's spider-man and John Romita Jr. Spider-Man, and Nick Spencer Spider-Man. So it's, there's so many different, uh, I guess, interpretations. Yeah. That I'll have fun doing this forever. Because we will always, we will honestly always have content forever. Let's say, and let's just say in a, in a strange world in 20 years, they never make another comic book movie of, uh, again. And we have covered every comic book movie. You're telling me that we've covered every comic book run in the next 20 years? Impossible. Yeah. Right. From Dark Horse to Image to DC to Marvel to anything in between. We can start going manga the second we start realizing. Oh, now, wait. Let's, I mean, okay. You want to talk about some like, some like things that never came to fruition? Yes. Okay. Well, obviously the game show. Challenge of the Super Friends, something I've been working on for a while. And, and it will. It I'm will. a winner, people. It will. It will. It will. It will come out there into the interwebs. Uh, anime. Yes. No. That was something that we we have been talking about for a while that we wanted to get into. Start reading more manga and no, but also anime. Doing it in May. Oh yeah, anime May and uh, May. Uh, it was something that I wanted to do. I heard Attack on Titans is kind of approachable. Uh, we'll see. I think I we might have a slot. I think we might have a slot to make because uh, one uh, Black Widow moved. So maybe we might yeah, do didn't... Attack on Titan for Ooh. that. Ooh. That might be a lot. Yeah, no Yogi's going to we'll want see. that one, so I'm going to step back and let Yogi <laughs> cover that we, one. We'll, we'll see, but, you know, I never stop thinking about stuff, but in all honesty, man, I, I need to hear from the fandom what they like, what they don't like, uh, and, and find out from other people whether or not they're willing to be a part of this. We can grow this as big as it wants to get, but in all honesty, it is from the passion of everyone that's involved. That's why it is at the level that it is. So, so long as we're able to keep the heart beating on this thing, I don't see it going anywhere anytime soon. But if other people want to plug in their hearts, the slots are open, man. We're all, all you know, just just know how. To, I was gonna say know how to take a joke. That seems like a very boomer thing to say nowadays, right? Uh, know how just to take the- a joke. <laughs> Just, just know, just know how to read a room is the easier millennial state. I like to say that. Know how to read a room. Yeah, like the major issues podcast chat room, which usually none of us have any pants on. Oh, I mean, in, in the sense of leisure, not not in the sense of well, debauchery. That, that, that's because we're the greatest thing to come to all forms of comic book media, and just you got to use the hashtag comic book click because. You got to do it. I don't I, I, do I'm going to say, are you, are you... I'm trying to do your thing. Are you thing. trying to do, trying to do your my thing. thing? I'm trying to do your thing because see, I feel like... Let's see if I can do this even under uh, some... Three. Uh, but Light Platinum. 
six percent. When you feel like when you feel like being fancy. There you go. All right. I am done. So, I guess I want to say, first and foremost, thank you for every single one of you guys watching the live video and listening to this episode of the Major Issues Podcast, which is available at comicbookclick.com, which is the one-stop shop for everything Comic Book Click, including our merchandise, articles, and even an About Us section so you can find out about the members of the click. I started comicbookclick.com a couple... Was it one year ago? Was it a couple years ago? No, uh, it a was, year ago. It was right? about, no, a year and a half ago. Okay, it was like uh, September of 2019. Okay, a year and a half ago because I felt like besides the podcast, our members had more things to say, whether it was through graphics and our merchandise or articles. So go in there. GT Rebirth is killing it right now with a uh, article. Oh yeah, those series. are really good, really good, compelling. Articles. Uh, yeah, um, it's really easy to edit them because they're good. They're just it. I love to see his stuff poured out on the paper. Um, he's killing it with articles for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, his we're getting ready to put up his uh fifth episode review soon in time for the um series finale. And guess what? The guy who's been writing the articles this whole time for Falcon and Winter Soldier, he's gonna be the guy that's co-hosting the Major oh, Issues podcast yes, so you're gonna hear for Falcon all and Winter his Soldier. Thoughts. And guess what? Also. For Falcon and Winter Soldier, you're going to have one co-host who's a former veteran and one co-host that's a black man. So all sides are covered. Look at that. I don't want to hear you nothing. Have arm- you, have have a, some- you have military and black background. We are, you're going to hear some things. You're going to hear some things. You're going to hear some things. You know who you me. are on, on our on our Facebook. You know, you know who, who you are. are. You I'm actually right yeah. at you. You know uh, who you are. But yeah, I can't wait to have GT uh, on talking about all things um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's going to be incredible yeah but comic book click is where you can find every single episode of the major issues podcast that's how you do that's it. over 175 episodes of the major issues podcast which roughly translates to what 500 what 300 three something do the math there that's uh uh you're, you're, a days wise no episode uh hours Hours, oh, two man, episodes man. each. Uh, each uh, two hours thing. each episode. A hundred. You, bro, you're talking about like four, four a week of a like week of content. Like four hundred hours of content. Just like a week of content. Enough content to put all my audio in a robot, and it will walk. You ever binge TV shows? Try and binge comic book. I've actually, I've binged podcasts and binging oh my podcasts. God, are... That might be something I'm do. I might start at episode one of comic book click and go through. I might uh, actually. Do I, it with, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I rarely re listen to the episodes because they're too close. Because I've done. I like going back and listening to our old episodes. Like, I like going back and listening to our, like, uh, let's say today is 420, and you had an episode that came out 420, 2018. Yeah. I would like to, I like listening to episodes that are, like, a year to two years to the day. Another thing, and not, you know, uh, not putting our own, uh, or tuning our own horn too much, but I go back and listen to to these episodes, and I like them. Dude. They're awesome. They're great. Teen Titans Go is still one of my favorite episodes with you and GT. The energy's up. It's funny. Uh, we're friends, and you can feel it. I genuinely am a little bit embarrassed to listen to myself and hear myself speak, but going back to those episodes are always great, so it's always fantastic. And the thing is, like I said, we're trying to push audience engagement. How you guys can get in charge and involved? Well, all you got to do is go to Facebook.com slash ComicBookClick, Instagram at ComicBookClick, or use ComicBookClick as a hashtag to talk about the newest, hottest, latest, and greatest things to come to ComicBooks and ComicBook Media. We're also at Major Issues CVC. Right now on Twitter, we have incited a race war with an Isaiah Bradley post. Uh, if you guys need uh, any clarification, 
Isaiah Bradley has the right to feel how he feels, but Sam Wilson will pave the road for a new America. Isn't that a clean? Isn't that a clean? It, 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 it's it's easy. It's, it's easy. easy. Why is everyone so mad? Because they don't understand perspective. Ah, uh, that ain't white. But listen, we <laughs> 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 we ladies and gentlemen are here as part of the Major Issues Podcast. And the best way that you guys can help us is like, share, and subscribe uh, wherever this podcast is found. Whether you found it in Stitcher, Podbean, the Podcast Addict, the Apple Podcast app, to find YouTube, or Spotify. We are everywhere. We're on Pandora. You want to talk about five years, Dan? You know what's five years? Five years is typing the Major Issues podcast in Google and us popping right up because we're always talking about the latest and greatest things to come to the comic books and comic book media. Five years just typing comic book click and watching us pop right up. You want to show you part of the click? Yes. Get the shirt. Go to our T Public shop. You can do so at going to comicbookclick.com and hitting shop CBC. Does it not take you there then? It takes literally you go to comicbookclick.com and just go to shop CBC. And you can get a chance to get one of these exclusive designs designed by Mia or for comic book. No, click. he uh, literally. This man went to college for graphic design. And they be taking I, that's how my I met him. Now. <laughs> I met him. A- I met him after the military. Right. I literally met him, but probably a couple months or a year after military, he was in college getting his graphic designing up. I watched him create the Superman, uh, Doctor Manhattan oh, shirt. Yeah, you I that? watched you sitting here yeah, yeah. asking me if the they nose was, was 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 uh, here, if the yeah. eyebrows look. I remember you. They asking. ended up taking that down, but. <laughs> They but, took that down? Yes, it did. But, but you just... See? I, see, I tried that's to do just, it. I, but I don't we're gonna, For I the don't next 100 it. years, we will make more. He will make more. I'll even inspire him. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is George Ryan, a.k.a. The Don, but I've been to the future. And when I got there, everybody was rocking it. Everybody was talking about it. Everybody was mentioning Comic Book Click. Have you seen Comic Book Click this week? Are you are you are you following Comic Book Click? Everybody was talking about Comic Book Click. I can't tell you what year it was, because it might influence you guys too much. I can't tell you how it happens, because it, it might change. Temporary. It might change the course of the universe. But we do become the latest and greatest thing to to come to comic books and comic book media, and it is with your help. Get on the bandwagon now. I said it last week with Megan Huang, who was absolutely amazing. But this is Bitcoin. This is the Babe Ruth rookie card. This is uh, Amazing Fantasy number 15. 15. I almost said 17. Number 15. You can hold hold this in your hands and realize that we are something that's only going to appreciate and value. We are the Willy Wonka golden ticket. Yes, we are. So I want to thank everybody who's ever given a second to support us from countries around the world who never had to give a damn about a guy from Brooklyn, from my friends, my family, your friends, your family, members of the clique. Uh, it's been absolutely amazing. So on behalf of Kevin Arna, Caldas Maximus, GT Rebirth, Preach. and my name. It's George Serrano, a.k.a. The Don, and also Jonathan Escudero, a.k.a. Yogi. I am Dan, the comic book man. And this has been our five-year five celebration. Five time, five time, five time, five time. Five-year celebration. we could ever make that reference. <laughs> of comic book click. And remember, 
without friends and family, you ain't going to be nothing. Without a path in life, you ain't going to be nothing. Be you a person. Stand up. Do what you meant to do. Don't fight against the wave, but fight against the haters. Go ahead. Set your new path in life. Be a trailblazer. But when you do that, bring good people with you. Bring good people by you. And when you sit on that precipice and you get them ready for the war that you are about to get set on. The war of being relevant. The war of being recognized. The war of being acknowledged. When you get them ready for that war and they ask you why they've been chosen. Why they are on this road with you. And why they will be immortalized in all things comic book click. You look them in the eye and you tell them because you. Yes you are